So boosters ago as of November 29, the marker is six months after your second shot, but what will the demand be like in Britain? They've had trouble rolling them out despite the fact 30 million are eligible. Leeds University virologist Dr Stephen Griffin with us. Morning. Good morning, mate. Thanks for having me. Um, Britain, are you having trouble yeah. with boosters? Well, um, we're having trouble with the fact that we need boosters quite urgently. And of course, the major reason that we need these boosters is that we have such high prevalence at the moment. So... You know, obviously, the need to protect people whose immunity is waning slightly is driven by the fact that we have pretty much uncontrolled spread of the virus, particularly in young people at the moment. Tell me what the two problems are as far as I can read. One, uh, the number of sites available for the boosters has closed down. There aren't as many. Two, there's a complacency factor. Are they both true? Well, I do think that there is a much is a slower rollout of boosters um, compared to the initial rollout, certainly. So that means that there's a lag being created between the people that are due their boosters after six months um, and the people that are getting them. So I'm not absolutely certain as to why exactly that is. Um, there are fewer um, centres than, than before, and the GPs are not helping with that um, vaccination rollout again. So there are delivery issues. I'm not aware of the exact reasons. But I do think complacency is, a, is an issue because we've had a lot in the UK about how we're just going to get back to normal and, and the vaccines allow us to just go ahead and do that. And don't get me wrong, the vaccines are certainly the way to do this, but they should not be left to do them on their own. And so the reason we need boosters is because we've allowed the virus to run unchecked until you know we had our sufficient vaccine coverage to ensure that that could be done safely. And I think if you look at countries like Singapore and places like that, then we really should have thought about this and people were warning about this prior to now. What do you think the role of boosters is going forward? Is this it? Is three shots it? Or are we boostering for years? Well, again, that, that, that largely depends on the policy that you adopt. So if you just leave vaccines to it and the rest of the world uh, struggles to control COVID for maybe similar reasons, then yes, we could see um, perennial waves of the virus coming through. The virus could change which may need to mean that we need to change the vaccines that we're using. However, um, there are better ways of doing that, in my opinion. You know, we know that we can control the spread of this virus. And if we can increase vaccine coverage to a point where you know, a new outbreak is much better controlled, then, then we needn't necessarily pursue a sort of influenza-based strategy necessarily. But it does look as though certainly the UK government seem to be favouring this idea at the moment. It's a shame, and it's, a, it's actually really negligent in some quarters because it's not accounting for the incidence of long COVID. It's not accounting for people that are clinically extremely vulnerable and who perhaps may not respond to the vaccines terribly well. And of course, children at the moment are not being protected properly. And, and whilst the relative risk is lower compared to adults, children are still becoming very unwell. We're having deaths and we're having hospitalizations to the tune of around a thousand per month. So that is not acceptable, in my view, for what is essentially a vaccine-preventable disease. Stephen, appreciate your expertise. Stephen Griffin, virologist, associate professor at the University of Leeds School of Medicine. Boris, this morning, saying anyone over 40 needs a uh, top-up jab. 16- and 17-year-olds are going to get their second doses. They've been a bit slow with the kids in Britain.